everybody. This is Dr. Keith, and welcome to Chapter 2 of The Practice, Navigating Life Intuitively. Listening to your intuition is a key to loving life unconditionally. It's the way that we, in our physical form, are able to look at life through life's eye. Learning to navigate life intuitively is a critical piece if you desire to live in a space of deep peace. Intuition is the sense that infinite truth is available to us in any situation. It is a knowing about what response is just, righteous, and of the highest good. It is also an accumulation of wisdom learned from life and a deep awareness of life's order in spite of any chaos we may see. Each of us has intuition, but we use it to a greater or lesser degree. Intuition has been called the still small voice, clear seeing, looking with the third eye, enlightened awareness, conscious awareness, and our higher center. The tiny pineal gland deep in our brain is sometimes aligned with the third eye, which, in yoga, is the seat of intuition. It's also called second sight. Learning to heighten your intuition is a great help to seeing life clearly. For the most part, we have become used to relying on our senses to interpret what's happening. I used to be a sensor, using sight, smell, taste, touch, and hearing to make sense of life. Our five senses are important gifts, but they aren't the only gift we've been given to aid us in interpreting life. Perhaps you haven't even thought about unwrapping the gift of intuition you were born with. When we use only our senses to understand life, we use only one of the gifts we've been given. When life put me in its classroom and I studied, I learned to develop my intuition. Now I can look at life with both gifts. For many of you, it may become a habit to react to situations based on what your senses tell you. Our senses have a sort of cellular memory, so that if you see a loving couple, up comes an emotion, such as sadness, along with, remember when so-and-so did that to you? If you hear a certain song, an emotion arises along with, I wish she hadn't left me. Living by your senses can trigger past memories. They do it all the time. What happened to our mothers while we were in utero happened to us because we felt our mother's reactions to something negative or positive that her senses experienced. Our nervous system is hardwired to experience the emotion that is facilitated through our sensory experiences. So if you were ever rear-ended in your car, your senses are high and alert at all times, getting ready for the experience to repeat itself. You feel fear when there is something out there to fear. I'll delve deeper into emotions in the next chapter. So use your senses, but really develop your intuition you won't be sorry. Like most gifts we tend to ignore or dismiss, intuition has something incredibly important to reveal to us. The most important truth it has to reveal is that all life is good. Always, no matter what. Our lives and all our experiences are, generally speaking, appropriate for the development of our highest consciousness. This is most often the primary work I do with people who come in to see me for teachings and healings helping them finally get their minds around the fact that all their life experiences, positive and negative, were necessary, good, and entirely sent for the sole purpose of developing their consciousness. The senses tell us one thing, and then if we look with our intuition, we see the bigger picture. We know that everything is okay, that our lives are just as life means them to be. How often do you choose, on some level, to see life as a thief that is stolen from you? that has taken something or someone from you that you once had and still want? Or do you see life as something that is punishing you for not fulfilling a promise you believe it made to you? When you embrace this truth, you will become present with every moment of life in a way that makes you say thank you. Thank you. Developing your intuition is the key to arriving at this place. Relatively speaking, we are all on a sliding scale of consciousness. 
During any given day, we may slide from relative unconsciousness to higher level awareness and consciousness based on the experiences life brings to us for the sole purpose of developing our intuition and conscious awareness. Intuition is not based on personal choice or feelings, and you don't need to have a particular belief, creed, or faith to develop your intuition. You can assess your own development in this area by observing your behavior, which is the truest measure of how your intuition is growing. If you come home to find your house on fire, or you come home to find a thief in your house, or you go to work to find someone else has been given your job, or you come home to find your spouse wants a divorce, how do you respond? If you are in the grip of your senses only, they will have you believe that life, as you have known it, is over. You might scream or punch a wall or weep uncontrollably. Your intuition, however, will immediately calm you. It will assure you that you are okay, that everything will be well. It will tell you that you have the courage and strength to get through this outer trauma because it will pass and you will have learned something so important that it will change your life forever, for the better. You may be tempted for a while to give in to the senses, to the outer reality of what you see, hear, touch, taste, or smell, and to the feelings that hover around your senses, especially fear, anger, guilt, and shame, which quite literally scream at you. You are used to listening to them. You've always listened to them and thought that what was happening was actually going to hurt you. The problem with your senses is the emotions they generate start us warring with life. For example, say you get fired from your job. The fact is you no longer have a job, but all the emotional components are what gets you going and generating disappointment, loss, fear. You worry, you fret, and then you worry some more. Then you get another job. Phew! It all worked out. You got through it. You survived. And actually, that other job wasn't that good anyway. Now you're okay. But be prepared, because you have created a false sense of peace that emerged because you were at war with life, with losing your job, and all the worrying and fear you went through. Being at war with life can never bring true, lasting peace. War is not and has never been the way to everlasting peace. The peace you feel after you go to war with life is only temporary, and it never lasts long enough to justify the successful battle you fought with life. So what does life do? It brings you another, bigger opportunity to work with loss and fear and worry, another opportunity to surrender to a different, more conscious, and more peaceful response. So maybe you lose the next job, or your health, or your home. Something happens that brings up those same emotional patterns as when you lost your job, and life asks you again, Will you go to war with me, or will you be at peace with me? By honing your intuitive gift, you understand right away that the job you lost or whatever is happening in your life will help you heal in some way, will help someone you love in some way, will be a factor for the good in someone's life 10 hours, 10 years, or 10 lifetimes from now. Intuition grows in you as you overcome your habit of relying on your senses and the feelings that pop up so naturally. Rather, intuition begs you not to get so bent out of shape by a passing circumstance that you lose your peaceful center. It helps you stay calm so that your senses and the negative feelings they sometimes engender don't take control of you. The peace you feel is then not surviving anything. No wars were fought. The space of peace is amazing, true, and lasting. We don't need to understand all of life to appreciate its intense love for us. Its truest intention is to do us good and not harm. We can trust the force and order of life to inevitably bring us what we need to grow into greater and greater consciousness and a deeper trust of life. Remember, we are of life. We are not separate from it. By developing your intuition, you will find yourself resisting life less and enjoying it more. 
And when one of us grows in conscious awareness and intuition, all of us do, for we are all of life. As you develop your intuition, it will make you aware that anything in your belief system that separates you from another person is outdated. This may come as a surprise. You think a person's color scares you? You think a person's sexual preference is your business? You think another's religion is so much worse than your own? You are mistaken. You are living from your senses and emotions they engender. Do you like being scared and judgmental? This is not a judgment, but an observation. Because when you have unwrapped your intuition and held it up to the light and used it to view life, you will agree with me. What an opportunity you have. Look around you. Look at yourself. Notice how people are constantly judging their experiences or the experiences of others as good or bad, fair or unfair, right or wrong. Yet not one of us has all the data or facts of the matter on which to base such judgments. Without intuition, we have no way of knowing or understanding what life, with all its intention for good, is trying to bring about in any given situation, and we never will. So I suggest we stop declaring moments of life right or wrong, good or bad, fair or unfair. Let's stop the war with life. Often, we are tempted to respond to something a person says or does in a way that ensures he or she will like us, or we may intentionally behave in a way that pleases. This is another example of why honing intuition is so helpful. As we are having an inner debate about the course of action or response to take, our intuition, when it has been honed from use, will ask the question that can decide our course. What is in the highest good in this situation for the greatest number of people? You see, the point of life is to learn how to have the best relationship possible with a force beyond our comprehension. And we do that not by reducing life to our ignorant judgments, as if life is trying to harm us, or by analyzing it to death. Rather, when you learn to navigate life intuitively, you can count on your intuition to guide you to do what is in the highest good in every situation and ask life's foremost question because life intends only the highest good. We do not have to settle for faith or hope. There is something more. Your intuition knows life is okay, no matter what. It is okay, not just right now or today, but in the past and in the future. Always, if you align your intention with the highest good, you align with life itself. Intuition is the key. How do you get to that platform where any life experience becomes okay all the time? It takes patience and practice and an open heart and the willingness to use your intuition. It's a process of awakening consciousness and then that possibility of life in all its manifestations being okay leads to the probability of everything being okay. That probability of being okay eventually becomes an absolute okay. Enter life's classroom if you like and become its student and you will see. Or save yourself some suffering and open to these truths. Many people think that healing happens because you understand what happened in your life. That's the old mentality. Let's just be healed. Let's allow life, all of it, to be okay, always. This ends Chapter 2 of the Practice Audiobook.